This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan at this time. Come on, Dan, you got to get up, you old scoundrel. You're lazy this morning, and maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe you was up all night. We was out late last night getting out the gospel. So you come on now. We'll get you some fresh hay when we get back. And uh, you folks pray for us. Pray for me and old Dan. A fella sent me $10 last week and said, get old Dan another, a, a sack of oats. Now, I don't know what they cost these days, but I don't think that was enough. But you listen, will you? I want to bring you one of our choir CDs, songs. And before we get started into the message on divine healing, true and false. So you listen, if you will. And uh, I, I believe it'll be a blessing to your heart. So you listen now for just a moment or two. have nine of these full-length CDs by our late choir, and they got about 18 songs on each one of them, old blood songs, and uh, $5 a piece. You send me, tell me, call me, write me. We'll put them on your charge card, send them to you, and I made you this offer. If you have sick folks on the uh, terminal sickness, maybe, been there a long time, write me, and I'll send you one of them postpaid free for your for them to listen to and, and uh, just show you that I care for you and love you. Let's get back to our study. We're looking at Divine healing, true and false. And uh, in our last study, we were looking there at uh, blood redemption and divine healing. Oh, my friend, all through God's word, Genesis to Revelation. 
Blood Redemption stands out in bold boxcar letters. Plus nothing, minus nothing. Now that's true. It's the golden cord of blood that runs through the entire word. Plus nothing, minus nothing. When you read uh, baptism or church membership or doctrine or divine healing or any other thing into blood redemption, then you render it powerless and hopeless to save one soul. Listen now. Listen. Perk up your ears and listen. In Genesis 3.21, you find that unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord make coats of skin and clothe them. Here we have blood redemption in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve repented of their sins of unbelief, looked to Jehovah, he forgave them, clothed them with his righteousness. Now, let me just let me just stop here maybe and shed a little light on that. You know, I've seen pictures in magazines and periodicals and stuff where Adam and Eve were depicted as having rough coats like a, a gorilla skin or whatever. On No, that's not true. The Lord took the animals, the skins. You know, we have some of the most beautiful uh, clothing made out of all sorts of skin. And that's what the Lord did. He made beautiful uh, robes of, of those skins. They were perfect. They weren't old, rough, shaggy-looking gorilla skins. No, no. They were fox or mink or leopard or whatever it was. I'm not sure. I don't care. But listen, listen. Uh, here we find blood. The blood was shed. When you kill an animal, shed his blood there in the garden. But no mention of divine healing. Not one smidgen of divine healing was mentioned. They were saved, saved by the blood. I believe, and I've heard others say, that I believe that the, that the Lord God of heaven preached the first sermon that ever was preached right there in the garden. You know, we, we, we have a, a vain imagination, don't we? We're thinking about uh, out there in the woods somewhere behind the tree and sitting on a log. No, that wasn't what it was, my friend. The Lord ordained those things, and it was perfect. Everything our Lord does is perfect, my friend. But he preached the first sermon there, told them how that shedding the blood, it would set forth how that Christ would come in the, in the future and die for our sins Mine and yours, oh, my friend, this was the beginning of the new race. Their coats and skins, coats of skin were types of the righteousness of Christ, the Son of God. Then in the fourth chapter of Genesis, we find the story of blood redemption on the altar there in the east of the garden, on the east side of the garden. When Jehovah drove Adam and Eve out of the garden, he planted an altar east of the garden, and it was kept by a flaming sword which turned every way to keep away uh, keep the way uh, others from the tree of life. It was here Adam and Eve and their family came to worship. Oh, but listen to the scripture. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. And Abel also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. Now, can you get that picture, my friend? Abel and Cain had been taught the way of salvation, the way of righteousness from their youth up. Their mother and dad, Adam and Eve, had taught them the scriptures. They knew about blood redemption. They weren't ignorant. So the day came for them to worship. And Abel brought the blood. He brought the little sacrificial lamb, a ram. He built an altar. 
slew the animal. The blood trickled down on the, on the, on the uh, wood there. And it, the fire consumed it from heaven. He didn't build a fire and do it. No, it was consumed from heaven. And the Lord was pleased. Oh, my friend, why was he pleased? Because he saw the blood shed. And then Cain came, and he built an altar, a beautiful altar, brought all of the finery of his garden, the best that he had of all of the fruit of the garden. Just like I have friends and folks who hear the old trailblazer, who hear the Voice of Truth broadcast, and they bring the best that they have. I have folks who have been working their fingers to the bone for many, many years, doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that, and in the winter making quilts and in, in the fall making uh, caps for the needy children. All of those things are good and well, my friend. But the Lord never said. He said, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, I pass over you there in Egypt. You remember that scripture? He said, when I see the blood, he told Moses, he said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. It meant that the, the, when the death angel came, the Lord Jesus Christ saw the blood on the doorpost. He, he held back the sword of, of, of justice. He held back the sword of, of uh, the, the, the death angel. And he let that individual, that family, go free. But, oh, my friend, Cain brought the works of his hands and did not find grace in the eyes of the Lord. Oh, listen, Abel brought the lamb. A type of Christ, the most constant type of the suffering Messiah, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. They came there to worship, not to be healed. They came with their offerings, out of on with one with the work of his hand, received the condemnation of an angry God. The other one with blood and received forgiveness and found grace in the eyes of God. By no twist of the imagination can you connect bodily healing with blood redemption in the fourth chapter of Genesis. Now, my friend, listen. 1 John 1, 7 says, And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins. Nowhere in God's Word is the blood ever connected with bodily healing. The blood is always connected with sin and redemption. Let's quote again from John 1, 29. Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. We'll get back into that in our next study. We're going to see what, uh, what the Lord said. Before we have to leave you, I want to mention the old trailblazer. We always, uh, you're always on our heart, and I'm asking you to write me, let me hear from you. If these messages mean anything to you. If they're precious to your heart, let me know. And also, I want to mention... The church here is sponsoring a Bible fund for prisoners. We send out many, many Bibles and, and good literature to prisoners all over America. Some folks are helping us with that. But if you like to get good, good material in the prisoner's hand, you write us. Just mark your offering, Bible fund. We'll know what it is, and we'll uh, be glad to do that. And we'll guarantee you that every nickel, every penny that you send will go just to that direct. Nobody gets a penny out of it. And... Uh, the old trailblazers don't get a penny out of it. I get much joy out of it by doing it and helping the folks do that and, and, and bringing it to your attention. And uh, if you would, you write me. You may not be able to do that, but write me and tell me you'll be praying for that for that uh, circumstances. Would you do that? And if you would, I appreciate it. Then remember, old trailblazer, I asked you to pray for me on a regular basis. And help us with some new stations. We're looking now to go on a couple of three new stations shortly with the old trailblazer. And we're looking for uh, places to put the Voice of Truth broadcast, which is another broadcast we have here, Pastor Shelton's ministry. 
and uh, we're not we're not gonna. I told someone the other day I'd rather burn out than I had rust out. Are you rusting out? Get up off of it and go to work for the Lord. Handing out tracts and booklets. We'll send them to you uh, free and postpaid. All you do is put them in your purse, lady, or in your pocket of your car there. And when you stop at a parking lot or somewhere and go in the store, take two or three of them with you. Hand them out to the to the doorkeeper there, the doorman. And uh, just tell them, we've got a good book here. And I mentioned that little book in our last study, Breaking New Ground. You write me, and I'll send that to you. And also the one on play in church. So you write me and let me hear from you. And... Uh, We'd be glad to do that. If you would, uh, let me hear from you. The old trailblazers are growing mighty weary. I'm getting up there, maybe too old to even get up and go around. But I'm still here, and I'd rather burn out than I had to rust out, like I told you. But this is the old trailblazer broadcast. My address is the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my website, Go there and you can find much information about the Old Trailblazer, about the Voice of Truth ministry, all over Radio Land, our, our mission statement, and phone numbers and addresses there. And uh, if you would, pray for me. Just pray for me. My website is radiomissions.org. And uh, let me hear from you. And until next time, goodbye and God bless you.